can the devil give you a calling? He sure he'll work you like a slave. I'm telling you. Hey, he, he, he looking for workers too. What I you told mean? you. I'm almost thinking the devil can call you. And it's kind of like, am I gonna sit here and answer every phone call on my phone? Am I gonna sit here and answer every telemarketer yeah. that call my phone, every number they say from Jackson, Mississippi, she could say 601 in front. That don't mean I gotta pick up the phone. You know what I'm saying? Like the devil could be calling y'all. And, and you just sitting here just answering the phone, answer the phone. Yes, I have life insurance. Yes, my car insurance expired. You just keep answering the phone, answer the phone. Bro, stop answering the phone. When God calls you, just gonna yeah. say call ID you and you're gonna know what's phone. going on. Yeah, like if you, you might be on the phone with the wrong person when the right person trying to call you right now. Mm. And you and you can't see it because you're so trying to figure out what this was. But if you would have just recognize that it said spam caller Ooh. you would never pick up the phone have you ever been on the phone talking to somebody and somebody call you but like, i'm gonna call them back real quick and you get done talking then you call the person back and be like i was gonna call you i was finna come ask you what you want to eat but never mind i'll pull it off <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 a personal situation that didn't happen to me before or if someone said, never mind i done figured it out and they was like they had a sale up here i'll go get you some but i was gonna see you up with your size little but you ain't the phone yeah, that happened to just about everybody on earth. And that's Mama, he did it. Yeah. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, we know we late. We late by five or four hours. Yeah. It ain't our fault. It's really hers. It's all right, but I'm going to bless you with these words. Uh, I'm dedicated. 53 episodes deep. What you mean? You better you can get count on me. Yeah, we dropping that podcast, whether it's at 9 or 9 p.m. That's okay, that's a fact. We're going to drop them back to back. Every week we on track, every week we on that. Justin got the sneeze, Justin got the cough. Ooh, she's sleepy, ooh, she off. The rocker, her nose is running, it's cougher, and, and she's sick, and she got the cold. What's going on, everybody? Welcome I did not actually express all my business in the um, first two seconds of the episode. Welcome, welcome back to the special episode of the Mama He Did It podcast. I'm your boy Jay Lick, and she just Jessica this week because I didn't want to come on. Anywho, guys, <laughs> you don't know her for real this week. You really don't know her. But uh, man, what's going on, Jessica? Let every people let, let the people know what's going on in your world and why this episode so late. Let them know. I explain nothing because I didn't want to do the episode at all. Y'all can really <laughs> thank Elliot this week because I was like, forget about it. We could just wait till next week because I wasn't feeling good. One thing I, I do, do know, we done dropped these episodes back to back all year long. I don't know who watched them. I made listening. sure we did it. And the one time I didn't want to do it, here he go acting like he care. I'm making sure tonight we do this. I'm making sure we don't break the streak. I don't care. The only way we would have broke the streak tonight is if it was no Wi-Fi. And I would have. I and to be honest, I would have did a voice recording and put it up for y'all. We would have did something. It would have been a short. If it was something. up to me. Y'all would have seen me next week, and that's just point blank. Period. No lies. To <laughs> Anywho, Justin got the sniffle. She got the run. She got the vid. The bat done a bit. How many you stop telling my business? Like, I did think I had to tell you not to tell my business, but here you go telling it anyway. I'm sorry. This the reason I gotta let these people know. This family, we gotta let them know why you I don't late. Know them, why we late? I don't episode. know y'all. I say that every episode. I don't know y'all. You don't know. <laughs> y'all, y'all my family. I'm gonna tell you why we late. We late because my little sister done. Contracted the darn Rona. She done contracted it, and she been out of service and out of commission. So this week is gonna be a short episode. You are gonna get about 25, 30 minutes out of it. So just I, I love y'all, but I had to get y'all something. 
I can't. Jessica may have to drink some hot tea. I don't know what we're going to have to do. I'm but one thing I do too. know, we're going to get y'all something. And we're going to get it out tonight. This is Wednesday's record. Usually we record on Tuesdays. But today is Wednesday. This is live from the gutter. Uh-huh. But anyway, tonight, man, Jessica, let me, let me ask you how you're feeling first. Let, let's do a wellness check-in. Because I hope you've been hydrating, getting your fluids and things of that nature. If I could put you right now, I would so do it. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling. How you feeling, bro? How you feeling? Oh. Um, I'm feeling better than I was a couple days ago. Uh, That's good. I still sound like a bullfrog, but other than that... Um, yeah. I mean, I've managed... I haven't taken any, like, Tylenols today, and I haven't run a fever. So that is good news. So I've been taking sinus medicine because I would prefer not to sound like a man by Saturday. Yeah. What's happening Saturday? Well, I'm trying to go to a wedding, but I got to test negative. So I feel it. Don't go get them folks the darn flu. Yeah, the nah, that'd be, that'd be so messed up if somebody pulled oh, up somebody COVID. That'd be messed up for real. For real. I'm not gonna do them like that because I love them. So only way I'll be there is if I text negative by Friday morning. Because my flight is in the afternoon. Cool. But that's what's up. I hope you get the feeling better. All hearts, blessings, and prayers goes Jessica's way. We hope that she gets the feeling better. We send nothing but positive vibes and love towards her and her time of need. Everybody, we, do, like have a, a we do have a GoFundMe just for Jessica. So if you do want to supply Jessica please some medication stop. dollars, oh, please see her at at dollar sign Jessica A Leggett on Cash App. If you want to send it to me, send it to her. There's my Cash App. First of all, he's not going to send me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I will send, send it. It's dollar sign J E Leggett. That's how we get the funds for Jessica. Okay. So uh, we don't need much. We my baby. We just asking if it's on your heart. If you're feeling the spirit of giving is in the room. Well, this is not Wednesday night announcements. It's, it's, soon, it's Wednesday. It's Bible study. As long as it, <laughs> as long as it's the feeling of of giving, we will take whatever you give. It could be a dollar. It could be a penny. It could be a quarter. We will take whatever. It all goes towards her sinus oh medication. Oh my gosh. And her Tylenol. If I'd have already bought the medicine. <laughs> <laughs> Call reimbursements, Jessica. Oh my goodness. Okay, All what right, are you talking about for the next uh, 15 First off, I've minutes. been doing great. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about I you. I got so. a chance to see okay. my sister the other day, and she almost gave me that bid. But let's not get the part where I was like, hmm, just in case, let me put on a mask. I'm not yeah, she was. She well. was proactive. And because of that, we want to bless her in her cash yet because she was proactive. She didn't get me sick. I'm here with good spirits. I'm here with good tongue and cheek. So. What good dialect, was... good talking. Okay, like you missed the mark on that one. Okay, my bad. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, we back. I'm doing all right. You know, we had a good little long work day in the day. You know, and now we're back here on the mommy daddy podcast. Supply some with our friends and family, guys. Tonight we're gonna keep it short, simple. We're just gonna talk about adjustments in life, and that's the that's basically the gist of the episode tonight. But first, before we get into this, I want to display a topic. If you watch football, or if you had another, if you don't, and you had another rock or whatever, Travis Kelsey, <laughs> aka the former member of the black community, is Taylor Swift. And Travis Kelsey made. I'm just playing. No, just, just a joke. <laughs> These are jokes. Dang. Uh, Travis Kelsey. He is a tight end, number 87, four of the Kansas City Chiefs. He's a very popular person. He's Go very Chief. good. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion. 
uh, eight time Pro Bowl, something like that. But anywho, he is dating. We are never, ever, ever, ever getting back together. But she got back with Travis for the first time ever. So she's with Travis, Taylor Swift's with Travis. And on his podcast, he was asked a question by his brother. The podcast name is. I knew it before he said it. It's New Heights. It's It's the New Heights podcast. And so I'm going to play the expert that his brother Travis Kelsey asked him. Excerpt, question, and answer. You going to show it on the screen? I'm not going to show it, but just listen. Uh, God damn, I ain't showing nothing. Just listen. It's a podcast. Is the NFL overdoing it? What is your honest opinion? Not take away your feelings for Taylor. What is your honest opinion on how the NFL is treating uh, celebrities at games? I think it's fun when they show uh, who all is at the game. You know, I think uh, I think it brings a little bit more to the atmosphere, brings a little bit more to, to what you're watching. Um, but at the same time, I think uh, they're overdoing it. They're, they're overdoing it a little bit, for sure, especially my situation. Right. I think they're, they're just trying to have fun with it. And um a lot Here's of uh, a lot of the people watching. Go ahead, let's hear it. I just think the NFL is not used to celebrities coming to the games. Like basketball has it figured out. They're all courtside. They're sitting there. They show them once or twice, and then and then they but they get back to the game. The NFL is like, oh, look at all these A-list celebrities in the game. Keep showing them. Show them. Show them. Show them. Dude, listen. You show them once. Let them know they're there. Maybe after a touchdown. Okay, so just. You heard what the Kilty brothers had to say about the situation with Taylor of the game. And if you did notice, the last couple of games, especially this one last Sunday, when the Kansas City Chiefs, who they fooled around and played, I forgot who they played. I can't remember. This darn dog. Can you hear this dog? Because I'm about to. Ooh. Oh, I can't a little bit once you said it, but not uh, before Okay, Because this dog is, ooh, Peter. Uh, tra- they play, I can't remember who they darn done played, man. It really don't matter, though. Anywho, they played the game last Sunday. And. Dang, it's bothering me though. Oh, let me think. Let me think. The Kansas City Chiefs. It was a tight game. I remember it went down to the wire. It was a very bump it. I'm going to ESPN, y'all. I, I can't like when something be on my mind. I just can't. It's like I don't know if that's a disorder or what it is, but and when I see it, I'm gonna be like, oh duh, because I thought it was gonna be a blowout, but it wasn't a blowout. They played. The Jets, right. So the Kansas City Chiefs played the Jets. And the whole game, they done show everybody and their mama zero times. But they showed Taylor Swift 115 times. Every time it was a timeout, every time it was a flag. If Travis Kelsey even touched the ball, they showed Taylor Swift. And so the thing about it, the NFL had, had what, what, what Big Brother Kelsey was saying was, it was true. They are overdoing it. But I don't think they are. <laughs> right. And I'm going to let Jessica get into it. I'm going to explain why I don't think they are. I'm going to let Jessica give her opinion on is the NFL overdoing it. And I'm going to explain why I don't think they're overdoing it. But if you look at the game, she was on the screen before every time out, before halftime. Every time Travis touched the ball, they panned the Taylor Swift with her red lipstick. Me and Jessica watched the game together. Go ahead, Jessica. Um. I think they overdoing it. I think I okay. I think I don't think that they overdoing it, but I think they're overkilling it. Like they they doing it too much too soon. Like like they just 
like it don't even make it cool that she there no more. Like everybody knows she there. So like the one game she don't show up to, what y'all gonna do then? Because this is her, she is the in game commercial, out of game commercial, halftime show, and everything else. So it, on the first game she don't show up, what are y'all going to do now? Like I get that she's bringing like publicity to you know to to this section of football because she's his girlfriend, or whatever. But like, to what extent are you gonna do it? Like, yes, I'm pretty sure the probably millions of fans that might have tuned in just to see if she was really there are happy to see that you put her on camera. And now they believe, and they're probably huge fans of Travis Kelsey and the Kansas City freaking Chiefs. And it's a proven fact. And I and I'll go. I'll go. My bad. What you done? Not really. But okay, my man, continue. Go ahead. I mean, I was just saying, like, they done did all this. They get the publicity. Cool. Now, if you overkill it, you're going to overkill yourself if they break up. Because if you don't give them a taste of her and then let them fall in love with the game, too, they just still going to be falling in love with her. And as soon as they break up, I'm not wishing breakups on nobody. But if they were to end, everything she done brought, she take it with her. Like, yeah, if, if yeah that's not, true. If you're not like evening out the amount that she gets seen, like yep. they, got, they got fans booing her too now. It's just not all positive because yeah. she's here too now. People are booing Taylor Swift commercials because they hate the Kansas City Chiefs. So that was a Giants fans one. The Giants oh, fans was, was booing. Her. I, I, think it was I know it was freaking hilarious. Well, first but, off, the Giants fans ain't got nothing to cheer about in the first place, so bump it. But this is one thing I will say: I feel like this. I feel like the NFL is not overdoing it, and the reason being. If y'all would have seen how much Travis Kelsey's merch has has shot out the roof since they this been broadcasted on the telewaves. But that's inflation on their part. They getting benefit off of that. So who cares? That's what I'm trying to tell you. The NFL is making money. So when yeah. they realize they're making money off these jerseys, you know, know Marty Swifty. And see, the thing is, what black people gotta understand, and I know this ain't this is just um, the, the, I'm not saying things. it's not a good money strategy. Oh, I'm yeah. just saying That's they overdoing saying. overdoing the fact that okay, yes, we know she's a care. celebrity. When, when people yes, realize that these big corporations this. and these, big... I know they don't care. I, you asked me my yeah. personal opinion. I said oh, yeah, 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 personal yeah. opinion. This personal opinion, they doing way too much. Mm-hmm. This is opinion loaded up. We getting Swifty yeah. jerseys. You gonna have a it. Taylor Swift kissing emoji on Travis? Like I'm doing all in for the, for that. If we talk about business side, but That's on like I'm a personal about. side of just looking at it, like as a watcher who really no respect to the Swifters, I don't care if you show her on camera or not. I want to watch some <laughs> freaking football. So are you ready? Me no, they should do. They should spark a deal to get her to sing Friday night. But everybody be pissed off at that because I love the Friday night right is now. high school football. What but I get Sunday night that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they got they got carry on the wheel I know nobody want to switch that. But if they get her to sing an anthem on something, now they got money for real. This but what she I ain't say. gonna do that. She don't need the money. I say this. I say that this whole situation is genius by the NFL. When they look at these analytics, are you talking about them acting on the opportunity? You have listen, and and today's message is about today's message is about adjustments. The NFL already know that Cowboys fans gonna be Cowboys fans no matter how many times they show Taylor Swift on screen. They know Saints fans gonna be Saints fans, Falcons fans, Kansas City Chiefs fans gonna be Kansas City Chiefs fans no matter how many times they show that white woman with that red lipstick. I give her a problem that red. That red lips would be popping. 
And this is what it, I'm saying. Oh, smear? You'll never see none on her teeth. And this is what I mean. I By them it. knowing the fact that they already got you in the following, why not use Taylor Swift to bring more? Now, what Taylor Swift needs to do, she needs to make an adjustment. Let's work out an NFL brand deal. Y'all gonna keep showing me. Let's get this paid. Let's get this money on. That's what Taylor ought well, to do. She get a ticket. She's already gave it up the option for a video. And I understand, but the amount she make it more bank on her buck. No, yeah. this is what I'm saying. It ain't the fact. Yeah, they can show you in the stadium. I get that. What I'm simply saying is, let's do more. Since we're talking about money, let's get T Swifty Travis Kelsey shirts made by the NFL and publish them. Let's yeah, run now, this. Now that's that's permission on her end now because they're not using her image. We made money. It's they already using her image, but they using her name then. Yeah, did and she getting compensated for it right now? All she get is a hug and a kiss from her boyfriend at the end of that's the That's all she wants. Cause she, I ain't let's, trying to hear. Let's keep it a buck though. She knew what was gonna happen when she was at that game. Did she know? Did she know? No, I, I get she it. She knows who she is. I know she no knows gonna, who she you is. Know, you know you're going to get shown, and you're going to get shown a lot. Okay, that's not the problem. The problem is, did she know the reaction from the Swifties was going to follow her man like that and put money in his pocket? Did yes. She? No, she didn't. They said 300%, wait, yo. Wait, wait, wait. 300? Let me give you a situation, though. No. If, you, if you know your worth as a person, whatever room you walk in, the value goes up. So she know exactly when she got into a relationship with this man, his value, his potential listers, it went up. Cause I now she she is on his potential roster. So I get that. To say she that's not the know, point I'm making. The point, me, yeah, listen, listen, she no, 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 She it could, was the no, potential. The potential was always there, and she knew that. Listen to me for a second, God. This is what I'm saying. She can know her worth. It's like me knowing my worth and not realizing I might have undercut my worth. This is what I'm saying. She is no way. That's not why she in a relationship. Listen, listen, I understand. But what I'm saying is, it's no way possible a person like me as a person. I'm like, dang, I'm worth 100. percent Me as a person, I'm worth 200. percent 300 percent increase. There's no way she do that. There's no way she do that. Huh? She broke Ticketmaster. She broke Ticketmaster. But 300 percent on a jersey. Ticketmaster for a, a worldwide tour. You think she couldn't break three hundred percent for day one doing the NFL? I understand yeah. that. It's one thing. That's not the point I'm making. It's one thing for my light to shed on me breaking Ticketmaster. It's your boo. That's the point I'm making. Yo, bro, boo. She not expect getting, that, bro. The man. Yo, boo. Jessica, Jessica, let me tell you one thing. And why Jay-Z, would she feel? Why would she not feel bad about it? Why would she feel any type of way? Why would she Jay- be resentful about Jay-Z's up? albums did not sell more just because he got Beyonce. I put that on everything. They might have said more. They didn't say 300% more. They didn't. Jay-Z had fans. He kept his fans. He might have grown his fan base over time, but there's yeah. no way on earth instantaneously he got 300%. There's a different type of res- our respect to the Beehive and Beyonce. I love Beyonce. But it's the difference between Beyonce and Taylor Swift. Whether we agree who's the better artist or not, because I think Beyonce is the better artist. But all I'm saying is, there's a difference Cult between following. Taylor Swift following, following. Oh, yeah, and Beyonce following. So regardless of who... They similar, though. They similar. She could have picked up a dude off the street and gave him a hug, took a picture, said, this is my best friend. His net worth would have went up 300%. Cap. It don't matter who Ellie. Cap. Think about it. I'm going to tell you why it's Cap. It's cap simply because that dude ain't on national TV every Sunday. It's yeah, cap. but you acting like she don't have the powers 
the personality and the power to increase somebody's network. I'm, I'm, that's not the point I'm making. The point I'm, I'm making. What the point you making is? Okay, I'm gonna explain it. The point I'm making is three hundred percent of a different individual is what I'm making. Did I not uh, just say that about? No, a no, no. She ain't taking nobody off the street because at the end of the day, I don't care how good her following is. They not finna increase somebody's net worth. That that's that's net that's that's his own pockets. You can't you ain't, they increase pockets. Like, this is this man's merchandise from the NFL. Mm-hmm. The uh, uh, the one of the biggest brands in the world. No way did she die. that merch was gonna go that crazy. No way. No. If we if we just look at grand scheme, right? If we consider her following, right? It's probably massive. It's I don't I couldn't put a number to it, but it I'm ain't sure being in the NFL following, bro. Cap. Ellis. That's the point I'm making. Listen, that, to like, that's literally the sole point I'm making. Well, you basing off numbers you don't have, so you can't make that point. All okay, I'm saying this ain't is, even what this conversation about it. All I'm saying is she has a massive following, and her entire following, I can guarantee you, didn't jump on Travis' side. So that means it could be a whole lot more than three hundred percent. Okay, good. Okay, whatever. Whether we agree or disagree, it don't matter. This is the point I'm making. The adjustment, the adjust. Okay, I'm not a different point, Negro. Different point. This is what I'm saying. Adjustments in life. I feel like the NFL has done a great job because they have, they are making a killing. Oh, people adjusted in their life. Padding is Travis and her. No, the NFL is adjusting just like that man said to a better version. They're not adjusting to more. Turmoil. No, just he just said it. They the NFL show celebrities one time during the game. The NFL show tells with 45 times in one game. Yeah. They doing it, they're doing it's it. It's getting them more to, money. It's getting them more point. And so, I, I agree with that the starting the, the whole okay. episode. Maybe we did. I, I said know. a business aspect, they're doing a great job. I said from they a are personal doing opinion. A marvelous job. I said from a personal opinion, I would rather not see her every play of the game, yeah. their reaction. Oh, I definitely don't want to see everything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But business-wise, if it's going to get more streams and up whatever likes or whatever for the NFL, Mm -hmm. then they going to do it. She can't run from it because you know what? She's not just going to Kansas City games. She's going to home games, and she can get recorded anywhere. Yeah, I mean, she can. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to mess with these settings on this mic. It's these background noises killing me. But I think only you hear them. Okay. Yeah, uh, I do here. But, okay, so this being said, in our lives, we have to make adjustments, right? It ain't that type of adjustment. If I was making that type of adjustment, I wouldn't have no complaints. <laughs> Big facts. Uh, <laughs> uh, but they might be minor adjustments compared to the NFL and T-Swifty. But that being said, what are some of the things that in your life – and I, I watch this podcast called The Pivot, and it's a sports podcast, but they talk about stuff. And one of the questions they always pose is, what is one of your greatest pivots in life? And I want to pose that question here, and then I want to pose a secondary question is, what adjustments did you make to set yourself up for that pivot, or what adjustments did you make to help you decide when to pivot? It's a whole lot of questions. Um... Okay, first the question, what is your biggest pivot in life? I don't know. I don't really know what. Like, uh, <laughs> you got COVID. You can't think. Listen, listen. Um, 
I feel like I can't say this is the one thing that's the greatest pivot. Like pivot means I'm switching directions from something, right? Like that's, what, that's usually what it means. Okay, settle in. I'm just clarifying the question. <laughs> um, I feel like I haven't met that moment, <laughs> and I know that's like it's not like I haven't had to pivot in situations, or I've haven't had situations that have you know, caused me to change route or or look at things a different way. But ultimately, I don't think even when going through that or looking back at it, that that's going to be the biggest pivot of my life. I'm talking about up until this point. I'm obviously not talking about your whole entire life. Up until this point, what is your biggest pivot in life? That's still a hard Okay, let me go first. Let me go first. Yeah, please. Shut up, curly locks. <laughs> okay, one of my biggest pivots in life, I feel like, was me deciding to invest in myself as far as my learning outside of school. I feel like that's one of my biggest pivots in life. And I feel like, and granted, I'm not rich yet, but I feel like my biggest pivot in life was me understanding it was more to the world than just doing the regular stuff everybody know about. I feel like I'm a risk taker, so there are things that I want to try, but a lot of people are scared to try. And so one of my biggest pivots probably would be buying courses, learning different skills, learning different techniques on, on how to do this, how to do that, how to make income, how to learn about real estate or whatever. That's 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 one of my biggest pivots in life. And I feel like <clears throat> what, what made me get to that point was just staying open-minded. I feel like the adjustment I made was – I started my job and I was like, dang, this is cool, but is it really it for life? And so, and not necessarily saying nothing wrong with that, but just for me, it's like, it's more to it. So let me see if I can get more out of it. I always, I'm I'm one of the people that like a little side hustle. So I was like, let's see if we can find a little side hustle. And that itself was a big pivot because when I first started doing it, a lot of folks in my immediate circle really was like, eh, I don't know about it. And so I feel like that's the reason I can claim it as a pivot because a lot of folks were just kind of iffy on it, which I don't care because I still did it. But, you know, that's one of my biggest pivots. And, and making that adjustment, I set myself up for it was just by thinking, sitting down, learning. I was consuming a bunch of free stuff just to see if this was something I was interested in and reading books. And once I got my mind right, I was like, okay, I'm all in on this. I learned the skill. Am I rich yet? Absolutely not. But I know how to do it. <laughs> so that's my biggest pivot. Okay. I think I better understand the question now based on what you said. All right, great. Okay. So I think my biggest pivot was me switching from not being vocal enough about what I knew I wanted or what I was willing to deal with and not deal with, whether that be like personal or like business wise, I guess. Um, and not like settling. So like being more vocal, like there's a problem, I'm gonna address it. You know, I'm gonna say what, what the issue is, like not just being like passive and letting stuff build up. I feel like that was my biggest pivot because it allowed me to be more confident in myself. And then, um also let me like be true to like true to myself 
and knowing that I'm making the right decisions in the moment, like with the information that I'm given. So I think that's my biggest pivot. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So in that, I, I feel like a lot of times people make these adjustments in life without having a grasp on who they are and what they particularly want. And I know that's something I always used to struggle with. Like, I'll make a decision, but it's like, is that really what I want to do? Or am I doing it because that's the right thing to do? Or am I doing that because that's what everybody wants me to do? Or am I doing it because it's the easiest thing to do or it's the most convenient thing to do? And I feel like sometimes it takes, because it's Wednesday night, so it's Bible class. I feel like sometimes you got to get into your word. You yeah. got to really sit so, down and pray and, and let. And I and, and I asked uh, the preacher the other day, I said, so I always say, I personally believe God ain't talking to nobody. So you can take that with you how you want to. God ain't never just talked to me, like called me on my phone type stuff. But I asked the question, what would you consider a calling? And and, and he had a good explanation for it. So I'm going to summarize. It's a little rough around the edges. But what I would consider a calling, what God, when people say God called them or something, I would consider a calling more so of, a.k.a. somebody seeing something in you and or something happening to where it sets up an opportunity for you to take it. And the stars align and or things just work so well that it's almost like you're supposed to be here. And at that point, you accept it and you whether you do good or bad, you work with it. And whatever comes out of it, that might have been what God's will was from the beginning, whether that was good or for your benefit or good for somebody else's benefit or bad for your benefit and good for somebody else's benefit. Or if it was just a learning experience altogether. And, and I feel like sometimes people say they was called to do stuff. And I and I hear that a lot. You always hear people say it. It's like it's almost like they misuse the word. It's like I'm calling, God called me here. Did he though? He didn't. Now the opportunity might have presented itself for you to go there and succeed. So is that a calling? I would say it probably is. But the words often misused. And so the thing about making adjustments, I feel like when you, when, when, when it's something going on in your life, you know, when you don't know what to do, you just be still. And in that stillness and in that prayer and, that, and, and in that idle time of you trusting God that he got your best favorite heart, that's when you receive your quote unquote calling to take this opportunity that might have been there, that might not have been there if you were not still. That yeah. Makes sense. yeah, sometimes it really takes, you know, sending that space. Like sometimes you're not supposed to just get up and go or like run from it. And some people may say like you got to sit in those emotions and that experience to really know what's the next move, what's mm -hmm. the – because sometimes it'll, you think there's no way out, right? But he always provides a way of escape. But you got to sit there for him to show you. Sometimes you can't keep moving to find the door. If it was right there in front of you, he just had to remove the fog to let you see it. Um, right. I think that was like, like in describing my pivotal moment, like that was directly connected to me, like working on my relationship with God and like really like taking, taking my personal relationship with him serious and not feel like taking ownership of it. I think in a way is, is the biggest pivot in my life because that's what all of the things I describe is directly tied to was me taking the personal relationship as my own and like owning, owning up to it. And like, okay, what, what happens in my life now is between me and God and well, it's up to him, but it's because I'm allowing myself 
to give it all over to him because I trust him the most. Yeah. And, and that's a good point. And, and like I said, I just think sometimes you just got to, when I say life, let life, life. Like I know I say that a lot, and I don't know if I get the best context when I say it. But you got when I say let life, life, that don't mean just sit by and just let whatever happen happen. That means trust God, and in that trust, let life, life. Let him control that. And when you trust God and let life, life, that's when your calling comes, or a.k.a. your opportunity that God put in front of you. And and or opportunity the devil may put in front of you, be like, mm mm, that ain't it. Yeah. And I feel like when the devil put it in front of you, when you move it too fast, you'll bite at it. You you, you know you 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 mm-hmm. attack. You just attaching to the best you, thing you see coming. Just, yeah, just because you ain't you. Like ain't you see the five dollar bill on the ground, you thought it was the best thing, but if you would have just kept walking, is you would have seen a hundred. Like facts. And so that's a good point. And so like. It, it you biting at these opportunities. The devil may be putting them in the way. You know, I, I, you know, hey, if you know the Bible, how can the devil fool you to go against the Bible? He got to know the Bible itself. So he might be putting this stuff in front of you, thinking, and you make yeah. it thinking it's a calling, it's a calling, it's a calling. Man, you, you just think it too the hard. Flesh, lust of the eye, pride of Man, life. get out your head and let God do God. Because every and opportunity it, ain't God sent. Remember that. Mm. Like you still gotta decipher what it is that's that's being put in front of you. Like actually, this is this is the moment where you actually sit in the opportunity, because just because it's there for you, don't mean you should be taking it. That's a you fact. know what I'm saying? Because like it, it's been situations like yeah, I could have went this way, I could have went that way, but that wouldn't have that wouldn't have been the best option for me. Even though it's an option, that don't mean it's the best option. That's just because you in a moment of weakness, right? You looking for a way out, you searching for something. So you want whatever come to you, and the devil will give you some. Can the devil give you a calling? He sure he'll work you like a slave. I'm telling you. Hey, he's he looking for workers too. I you told mean? you. I'm almost thinking the devil can call you. And it's kind of like, am I gonna sit here and answer every phone call on my phone? Am I gonna sit here and answer every telemarketer yeah. that call my phone, every number they say from Jackson, Mississippi, just because say six on one in front, that don't mean I gotta pick up the phone. You know what I'm saying? Like the devil could be calling y'all and, and you just sitting here just answering the phone, answering the phone. Yes, I have life insurance. Yes, my car insurance expired. You just keep answering the phone, answering the phone. Bro, stop answering the phone. When God calls you, it's going to yeah. say call ID you and you're going to know what's call. going on. Yeah, like if you, you might be on the phone with the wrong person when the right person trying to call you right now. Mm. And, you, and you can't see it because you're so trying to figure out what this was. But if you would have just recognize that it said spam caller Ooh. you would never pick up the phone have you ever been on the phone talking to somebody and somebody call you be like i'm gonna call them back real quick and you get done talking then you call the brothers back they'll be like i was gonna call you i was finna come ask you what you want to eat but never mind i'll pull it off <laughs> <laughs> I that, think that, that's a personal situation that didn't happen to me before or if someone said never mind i done figured it out and they was like they had a sale up here i'll go get you some but i was gonna see up with your size little but you ain't the phone yeah. That happen to just about everybody on earth, and that could be the same scenario. Sometimes you could be on the phone with the devil, and you just think you having a good. I'm a, I'm a call God back in a second. Okay, God, okay. I, God got this five piece yeah. chicken wing. He got this ten piece yeah. wing. He, he got this size, size large t shirt that that you've been wanting, but you ain't picked up because you, 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 you too busy talking to the the devil. You know what I'm saying? So like yeah. sometimes you just. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta be still, listen, and, and don't be listening. Cause sometimes you be. I'm gonna give a prime example. Sometimes if you, listen you can to listen to find an answer. 
you, you ain't, ain't gonna, gonna find it. It's the same scenario. You ever hear somebody say you go looking for something, you ain't gonna find or, or if you go looking for something, you, you go, yeah, you, you go looking for a man. I ain't looking for no man. Sometimes you let them come to you. That works. Or sometimes I be in the woods and I be looking at trees. I be like, I'm trying to find a deal. I'm trying to find a deal. Then all of a sudden I see something. And it started, it looked like a deer, but it ain't wanted a deer. to be a deer. But I wanted to be a deer. I wanted to be a deer so bad, but it's just some sticks that shaped like a deer. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, and you get fooled looking at that deer when the real thing, right? The real deer sitting there like this, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like, so that's the scenario. So when we yeah, go dang. into life, back to our Bible class, when we go into life, man, make sure you. Understand and sit. Understand that God has full control. Let Him guide you in those adjustments, aka give you that calling and or present the proper opportunity to you for you to take it. Because when it's God sent, it's heaven sent, and it's meant for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if if anything else come your way, just just don't worry about it. That's why I'm, I'm sitting in this apartment. I've been in this apartment for three years. I own a house, but you know what? I feel like I ain't supposed to be in no house right now. Because if, if I was supposed to be in the house right now, it'll be two or three things happen. I'll get more money where I can buy one, and two, it'll be one cheap enough for me to buy. And, and it ain't happening. <laughs> or a combo. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? So, look, I'm not tripping. We're going to see you stay in this apartment. That while I was talking to Daddy yesterday. He was like, he was like, yeah, I said, how much was y'all mortgage on your house? He said, yeah, it was like $800 a month. I said, oh, my Lord. I said, me and Jessica paid more than that for a one-bedroom. I got a one-bedroom. Jessica got a little uh, Airbnb. She paid more than that. And he was like, for real? I said, yeah. He said, how much uh, people rent houses for? I said, it's a lady up yonder way that, asked, that I was trying to rent a house from. And this lady asked me for during uh, $2,200. $2,200? He yeah. said, $2,200? I said, yeah. And it's way smaller than your house. He said, for real? I said, yeah. He said, man, I might buy me a house and just uh, rent this <laughs> I said, well, hey, let me go first for you. <laughs> So, so sometimes you just gotta yeah, think of. I know, I told you. Right so apparently that's the devil calling me. He ain't God, God would have, yeah, God would have sent like a PPP. Right God would have sent a PPP, a steamy, a student loan forgiveness, some to a brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man, that's that's. You got anything else for the people today, Sister Jess? No, I think we gonna wrap it up and go join Bible class. I heard that, man. Hold on to me. So, guys, man, we thank y'all so much for tuning in to another special episode of Zed Mama. Oh, uh, man, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. All prayers and blessings go towards Jessica. Uh, send her some money in her cash app. And Boy. if you can't, and if you don't know how to type Jessica, I have one. And I can send it her way. If you don't know Jessica's information, mine is the first one. So if you send it to me by accident, I'll make sure she gets it. It'll be a little charge. Yeah, just end the dirt show. But she'll get it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, guys, we love y'all so much. Make sure you do everything down below in the ticker. I'm putting it there now. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe. Follow us on all streaming platforms. We love y'all so much. We'll see y'all next episode. Bye. Peace.